0: The following podcast is part of the Underdog Sports Podcast Network. For advertising information or to find more great podcasts, visit us at www.theunderdogsports.com and follow us on Twitter at @realvunderdog. Okay, we
1: just record. We got a in Phoenix too. 52 to
0: Welcome to a very spooky edition of the Sunny and Phoenix podcast, a weekly podcast where we keep you up to date on everything Phoenix Suns basketball. My name is Charlie Erling, and as always, I'm joined by Mitch Woo! Spooky. <laughs> this week on the show, keeping it spooky, we're going to tell you what we assumed the Suns wore for Halloween. But before that, we'll give you a few updates from around the NBA while we're stuck in this offseason. Follow us on Twitter at Pod. Same thing for Instagram. Go on iTunes, leave us a five-star review and a comment, and you will get a shout-out on the show. All right, first somewhat cool news is that Mike D'Antoni joins Steve Nash and Amari Stoudemire on that Brooklyn Nets coaching staff. I didn't see this coming. I was expecting Mike to land a head coach spot somewhere, but... All in all, it really makes sense pairing up with those two guys in such a great situation in Brooklyn. Yeah, Brooklyn's going to be so wild next year. Uh, I, I'm a little surprised that Tony took that job because I'm sure he could have got a head coaching position. But whatever, um, I'm sure he's happy to be back with Nash and Stoudemire, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Right, and it just really solidifies that coaching staff. Everyone was saying, "Oh, neither of those guys have coached a day in their lives. They don't know what it takes to be." Steve doesn't know what it takes to be a head coach. Amari's never coached before, but then you get Dan Tony coming in, the guy who coached them to some pretty great successes, and I mean his his uh, track record in general pretty solid. So bringing all that experience and knowledge along with a new wave coach like Nash, it's going to be fun to watch. And man, they have all the tools they need there now. That's for sure. Yeah. And I I know last week I said, I'm not sure where I stand on Kevin Durant after, you know, he goes to the Warriors, all that. He gets hurt, signs with the Nets, doesn't play last year. Uh, I'm starting to think I probably am fine with him again because I want to like this Nets team. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I'm a little hesitant about Kyrie Irving still. I don't know what it would take for me to not be, honestly. But we'll see how him and KD mesh. We'll see how those guys play in a system that we assume will be something like a seven-second or less system. But we don't know yet, and KD is kind of a different animal. You don't need him to score in seven seconds. You can let him take his time, and it's normally a pretty good result. Yeah, I I still love Kyrie. I love watching him play. I think he makes the best shoes. Like, mm-hmm. I think the Kyries are the best. I have I have the Kyrie twos, which I loved, and I wore, like, as much as I possibly could. There's holes in them. I have the fours and the fives, and I love all of those. Um, Kyrie's shoes are the best. They're by far my favorite, and I've always liked him. I know he's kind of out there, but, like, I've always been a Kyrie fan. Right on. Let's keep it moving, though. Some no- some other news. The Suns get some new jerseys. These were uh, leaked out a little bit early, but we got to see them. They feature the Valley on the front. With a pretty cool, how do you what do you even want to call it? It looks a bit like a sunset, but it's a yeah. it's a purple the orange gradient, but then it's uh, in a in a pixelated type. I, I don't know how I'd explain. Yeah, it. But pixelated it does look cool. gradient sunset. Yeah. Oh, these are great. I mean, these are the the uniforms that we've been wanting since that since Nike took over and started doing this yearly city edition. We've wanted uniforms like this for a long time and we got a lot of plain purple or purple on purple with maybe just a little bit of text or just low suns, which is fine. I like the low sun stuff, but just not a whole lot of creativity. Um, Now we're getting kind of what we expected from the city jerseys. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And I I did like the black low suns jerseys last year. And especially the shorts that came along with those jerseys. That's something we haven't seen yet. I want to see the shorts to go along with this. If they were to put in, I don't know necessarily a stripe down the side, but if you if you put in that same design somehow into the shorts, that's gonna be legit. I might buy those. If those that I, might be uh, a dollar pair of shorts that I buy no problem. Yeah, yeah. I think those would be great. I love these uniforms. They're so cool. And. You know, I'm kind of bummed about this, but someone photoshopped the picture and turned it into a purple jersey too. Did you see that? I didn't see that. no. <laughs> oh, it looks better, Mitch. Really? I think, I think the purple version looks better than the black. And yeah. I, I and I love black jerseys overall. But like, I love how they look. But the purple looked really nice with it. And you know, we're we only get one, which is kind of a bummer. But the purple did look cool too. Huh. Yeah, I'll have to look at that. Overall, though, these these things are great. I love these uniforms. They're so yep. cool. I'm excited to see those next year, and you know, that's something I'll probably end up going to the team shop and snatching one up too. They're really cool. Yeah, I think so. But um, we just don't know when exactly we'll see these debut. Right. No idea. <laughs> Be- because. We we get some new news that the CBA talks are extended for another week. They could not come up with an agreement on when to start the season or how many games to play. So the owners, they want to start around Christmas, and they want to play a 72-game season. The players, they want to start in mid-January and probably shorten the season. There's a lot of money being left on the table if if even a month delay to mid January yeah. I saw something how many a billion dollars up to a billion dollars like 500 million to a billion that's yeah. that's a lot of change and you got to you got to feel for the guys who just played their hearts out in the bubble away from their families for that long they're not getting much of a break so you got to feel for them but on the other side of that there are 12 teams who didn't make the bubble how many who didn't make the playoffs who are probably Rearing to go ready to get back into some basketball activities So it's it's a fine line. I'm sure some guys are rearing to go and there's others who Want the break, but then again Their paychecks. This is going to make a huge difference if they're not going to start and they're going to play a shortened season I don't think that they get their full contract So that'll be interesting Yeah. And I know that they're also thinking even more long term of how are we going to get back on track in the, you know, the season after this 2022-23 season where we start in October and end in April for the regular season like we typically would. How are we going to get back on track for that? I kind of see where the players are coming from from that perspective, where if you start later and play an even shorter season, you could try to finish in maybe May or June uh, and then try to get back on track with that October start. Maybe we go back to the late October, Halloween, early November start like we used to have Mm -hmm. uh, for a season. I could see that. But yeah, a billion dollars is a lot to lose over the course of a month. I like I, I pay a lot of attention to the NBA. I follow the salary cap and all that, but I I never really thought that a month can result in a billion dollars difference with the NBA. Yeah. That's that, that's pretty amazing, really. It is. And along with that, I saw someone release that had the salary cap be changed to uh, recognize the amount that they'd be losing. Or that they they are just those ten games and starting later. That right. was how much did that end up? That would have put the salary cap at ninety million. Yeah. After a hundred and nine million dollar season, projected to go up to one fifteen. Right. But then if you're somehow prorating those contracts, I I really don't know how that works. That's something I'll have to yeah. read up on. But it's confusing for sure. Who knows that? Because if you're going to be offering a player any sort of contract in a year where the salary cap were to go down to 90, it seems like, well, is he just SOL the next season? Right. It's weird. I don't know. Well, and seeing that number and that news, it just reaffirms in my mind that we need to just try to re-sign every free agent we possibly can on our team any team option i think we should just pick up at this point just because there's so much uncertainty so i guess you could look at that i mean you could look at the flip side of that and say oh well you could get jeremy grant or christian wood or daniel gallinari for nothing for way less than you normally pay him but i i don't know i i that sounds risky to me yeah i expect the salary cap to be matched what it was last year and we just try to make some sort of normalcy out of it. Next year, when we're back on track, we can get back to the projections that they did have. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully. All right. Well, with that, we are going to move into the main section of our show today, which is uh, a halloween theme section. So we are recording this Halloween night. It will come out a little bit after Halloween. So we're going to take a... A look at what we think all of the Suns players are dressing up as right now. So I, I can't imagine too many of them are going out if they are, they're doing it safely on, you know, like a private Island with the Kardashians. Right. Right. But, you know, just thinking about what are these guys dressing up as, whether they're in out or otherwise, what are they dressing up as? So we've created some lists for each player And I'm just going to throw out a name and we can say what we think they're dressing up as and maybe why. So there's a few on here that I know I thought about that you didn't. So I'll just run through a few of the lesser known, the two-way kind of contract guys. So Tariq Owens, I have a giraffe. I think he was a giraffe. He has a long neck. I appreciate that. Yep. Uh, For Jalen Lequeu, I have a dog. I could just see him wearing dog ears and maybe painting his nose a little bit. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I got from you. Know? <laughs> and then uh, campaign, a newer addition to the team. Uh, I have a mouse for campaign. I had a tough time with him, but I could see some features that I I'm like hey, I guess I could see him being a mouse, you know, wearing one of those big gray mouse suits. I could see that one too. Yeah. So, that's what I have for those guys. Let's go to Ty Jerome. What do you have for Ty Jerome? You know, I, these are silly, and I just have to say, like, whenever I say one of these, I, I, don't, I don't mean it. I don't uh, mean it to be offensive. I don't mean for anybody to take me seriously. But for some reason, I just get a Fonzie Bear vibe. From Ty Jerome. I don't know why, but, you know, you put on the little hat and the vest and boom. Yeah. Dead ringer. Okay. Okay. I can see that. I've got a couple for Ty Jerome. Um, My more obvious one is Wolverine. Uh, Ah, Just the facial hair. Yeah, yeah, that's easy. That's easy. I also have a glass of milk for Mm. Ty Jerome. I think he could be a nice glass of milk. Best nickname in the NBA that he wasn't aware of. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's what I have for Ty. Um, okay, let's see here. Let me check some of these off my list.
1: Let's on the legal
0: pad, pad right? You yes, On am a legal pad. I, this legal is pad kind of guy, yeah. Serious yeah. business. Yeah, I go through legal pads quite a bit. Um, okay, let's move to Ellie Acobo, then. What do you have for Ellie? I have, for Ellie, Bebop. From the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles series. He was one of the villains. He was one of the Shredder's boys. He okay. was uh, he was like a warthog with tusks and oh, a yeah. mohawk yes. and yeah. some sweet sunglasses. And uh, I just feel like Ellie could pull that off. And he should. And I hope he is right now. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. I could totally see that. Um, for Ellie, I have a couple things. He's got a bit of a square, cubic type face. So I said a Rubik's cube. I could see him wearing like a Rubik's cube outfit, or you know, just to go with something topical, Baby Yoda. I could Ooh. see Elias Baby Yoda. Oh, ah, kind of cramping me here, Mitchell. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> I put some thought into this. Um, I like that though. That's a good one that you have for Ellie. Um, let's think here. We're going to start getting into some some of the more exciting ones. Let's go check Diallo. And I know you mentioned you didn't have anything for Diallo. I have something that I'm not, like, super stoked about. A minion is what I have for Diallo. I just wanted someone to be a minion. And it kind of defaulted to Diallo. But I could just see him wearing the suspenders. You know what, Mitch? I had that written down, but I didn't. I just uh, <laughs> oh, I, I God. couldn't go. With it. Okay. Okay. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, jeez. Okay. Let's uh let's go Javon Carter then. What do you have for Javon? Evans? This is one of my more favorite picks. This one's easy because it's a uh, Javon Carter as himself as the me character, like from the Wii. There is um, was a generic character that looks exactly like Javon Carter. And I think he wears an orange shirt, so Javon just got to put on an orange shirt. He's good to go. Perfect. That's a good one. Um, I have a couple ideas for him. One, just to kind of go with his nickname, a bulldog. Um, yeah. But that's too simple. I think Javon Carter is actually going as a dentist. Um, I could see him just wearing the white coat. Look at his smile. He's Just got a him. nice big white smile. Doesn't he? He's got the best teeth. Got yeah, some teeth. Yeah, that's right. So that's I, a think, call. I think Carter is a dentist. That's a good one. Yeah, I was I was happy with that. Uh, let, let's talk about Dario then. Flip side, maybe you know the anti-Javon Carter, the exact opposite of Javon Carter, Dario Sarge. What what do you have for Dario? For Dario, I I went a little generic on this one, and I just said a chef. I think, but Dario, the chef Dario in a hat and a nice, uh, you know, the nice chef uniform, I think that'd work well. I went generic too, and I just said a vampire. I think Dario would be a good vampire. Yeah, you can like part the hair back a little bit. That'd Uh be good. Get the cape going, get the the plastic fangs and everything. Right, yeah. (laughs) I feel it. There's Dario. Let's go. Uh, let's go, Frank Kaminsky here. I have. I have a few for Frank. I might need some help. Okay, I went generic here again,
1: and it's based off uh, Frank wearing the all of a sudden
0: somewhat trendy again, but like the grandpa glasses yeah. that have the bridge. You know, I was okay. thinking of that. So I think either a scientist or a professor oh, for Frank. Interesting he's got that smart look to him yeah he he wants you to think that he's smart so i think that's what he'd be wearing that refined look yes okay i like that um i've got three and i can't choose between them i have slender (laughs) man jack skellington from nightmare before christmas and napoleon dynamite oh i can't choose those are all good (laughs) if he just like slightly leaves his mouth open a little bit he he's the perfect napoleon i like that dance moves similar Mm -hmm. we've seen i i lean napoleon on that he could just wear a curly wig wear moon boots vote for pedro shirt it would be pretty simple yeah yeah I, I think like he that. could any of these off, though. I really do. Because my thought process, I originally was like, oh, he could just be a skeleton. You know, but I'm like, he could get more creative than that. Frank, if anyone's dressing up for real, I bet it's Frank. Oh, 100%. Yeah. So I'm like, he wouldn't
1: just settle for a skeleton. He would be more detailed than that.
0: I'll take it one further. If someone went out trick or treating this Halloween, it was Frank. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Or Jalen Lequeux. <laughs> yeah, just a few years <laughs> off. Yeah. Okay, but okay, we'll, we'll go Napoleon for Frank then. Um, okay, this this is one that I had a little bit of difficulty with, actually. Cameron Johnson. What do you have for him? Ooh, Cam Johnson, I've mentioned this before, but with the new afro, it reminds me of Sideshow Bob from The Simpsons. Yes. I think that'd be an easy one for him to pull off. Maybe... Yeah. You, you got to form the fro a little bit to get those, uh, what is it, like three kind of peaks there or whatever you would want to call it. Yeah. I think he could do that. That's good. Um, I went with a train conductor. Oh, wow. I, I, I could see him wearing like that blue and gray striped hat and just saying all aboard or something. Wow. Yeah. That's some... Creativity there, I can <laughs> appreciate that. Yeah, that was he was one of the tougher ones for me to think of, but I went train conductor. Um, okay, we're we're getting into some of my favorite ones here now. Our our starters for the most part, Mikhail Bridges. What do you have for Mikhail? Okay. Um. I once saw a picture of Mikael Bridges with this a sly look on his face, kind of a smirk. Yeah. And then next to it was a picture of a fish from the movie Finding Nemo. I've done research on this. I can't find the original picture, and I can't find a picture of a fish from Finding Nemo with that that smirk on its face. And I was really disappointed, because I can't pick which fish it actually is from the movie. But if someone knows, I need to know this, please reach out at Sonny and PHX Pod. It's important. I need this mean. Please send. Thank you. <laughs> so I'm sure someone can find that. Yeah. Yes. For sure. Okay, I would like to see it too. Um, I have one for him. And This might not be my best one, but I had to go with it. We know how long his arms are. I went with those noodle windsock guys in front of the car dealerships. The crazy inflatable tube man. Yeah, I just went with that. That's easy. It's easy... I mean, I considered going with a brick wall. I could see him being a brick wall just because he's such a good defender and he's, like, kind of a quiet guy. I mean, no, like, Kawhi Leonard, but he's pretty quiet under the radar, but just, like, such a great defender. So I was thinking brick wall, but that's not as exciting as the inflatable flailing tube guy. I'm with you on that. That's a good one okay let's let's go Aaron Baines. what do you have for Baines? I'm, I'm proud of this one. okay Baines is just uh, the man amongst boys and just a just a bad a dude and he reminds me of from old school wrestling and I'm not I think he might be still somewhat relevant but the undertaker. Like, yeah. the undertaker was just the man. He was the biggest. He was the most intimidating, and that's what Baines is. Yeah, I actually saw something on Twitter today that the Undertaker's daughter in real life dressed as the Undertaker for Halloween this year. That's awesome. Yeah, that's and awesome. she's like four or five years old. And like, that's really funny. Oh, yeah. Well, I need mean, to. That sounds cute. I need to see it. It is very wholesome. Yeah. It's- it was odd to see The Undertaker as a family man, though, I will say. <laughs> right, right. That, that would be surprising. Yeah. Uh, okay, for Baines, I'm proud of this one. I went with the hipster chef. He would just have to wear, like, <laughs> they make these, like, sleeve things that make it look like you have, like, a sleeve of tattoos. Yeah. That's all he would need. <laughs> yeah, that's very good. Yeah, I was, I was pretty happy with that one. He's got the beard, and you got to have the the haircut with the sides and back cropped very short or shaved. Yeah. One of the two, mm-hmm. and then I'd say he's just got to wear like a, a button-up shirt tucked in to some skinny pants. Yeah. And oversized boots that mm-hmm. uh you don't in a situation where you don't need boots. Right. He could even wax his mustache a little bit to curl, curl. it. I can do that, by the way. Yeah, I'm going yeah. to show you on the... Yeah, our, our Patreon members can see this video. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. You look like the Pringles guy. Yeah, baby! <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. I'm going to keep it like this and distract show. That's great. Ugh. You should really do this up. for your wedding. For... <laughs> you should... Oh yeah, you do. No, but for for next Halloween you need to be the Pringles guy. That is funny. Well, I will. I'll keep that. <laughs> that is good. Oh, okay, where was I? Wow. <laughs> uh, okay, let's go. Let's go, Kelly Oubre now. What do you have for Oubre? Oubre was Prince last year, and Oops. he can't do anything but that for the rest. of I wouldn't mind if he just became like the basketball player known as Prince. That's really good. Yeah. I wish I would have thought of that. Yeah, Prince is good. I had him as an exotic cat, like a cheetah or jaguar, something like that. Panther. Something where he could wear eyeliner. (laughs) That's (laughs) why I went Prince. Yeah, Yeah. Prince is really good though. That's a good one. Uh okay, how about Rubio? What do you have for Rubio? Rubio, easy. Sonny Bono. They look like the exact same person. That's a good one. Get, get Ricky and ascot and it's game over. Yeah. I, I went a different route. Uh, Rubio continues to grow his hair out, and he now has a head and shoulders commercial. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this. In Espanol, right? Yeah. I haven't. Uh, seen it in English, only in Spanish, but it's great. I think he should embrace it, and I think he's going to go as Rapunzel. Ooh, (laughs) he's growing. I like, I like it. Yeah, actually, my wife happened to see the Ricky commercial before I did. What do I say about that? Yeah, (laughs) jeez. Maybe I should attempt to grow a head of hair like that. Maybe. There you go. That's not happening. It's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. I think I'm a few years late on that. I think okay. we're starting to thin out a little bit. I don't know if I can get a mane like Ricky at this age. You know, I, I will say I was a little worried about that somewhat recently, maybe within the last couple of years. But someone told me the other day that my hair looked very full. And I was like, oh, God, oh, what a relief. That's nice to hear. Yes, it was. And I feel like that's not something people, you know, getting approaching their 30s here very often wow your hair looks really full it's usually more like uh-oh what are you gonna start doing you know wear a hat baby yeah. so no i'm good though full head of hair knock on wood i'm still rocking I, I, i'm not even balding yet i don't think we can say that but i i have noticed getting a little thin i'm, I'm old though I'm, I'm like 33 that's, that's old not, that is not old it feels old it's not it feels old um okay let's let's go the opposite of old then. them DeAndre one of our younger players I have a few things for Aiden that are a little bit out of left field but what do you have for him um I went with uh Apollo Creed but from the Bahamas <laughs> <laughs> that's good yeah <laughs> so he's got like those the teal and yellow is that what their color the yeah. like is yeah those are the shorts that's good i like that a lot um okay i went i the two different directions here the first one looking at the shape of his head and his hair he's he would have to grow his hair out a little bit but he's got that flat top kind of look going on a little bit i think he could be the bride of frankenstein he would just have to dye like one part of it white oh yeah yeah. He could do that. Then we also had the video that circulated on Instagram and everything from like early on in the bubble of him doing all the dancing. Yeah. So um Zumba instructor was one idea. Ooh, and I then I took that a step further. And there's no physical similarities here, but Richard Simmons. I think I just like to see that. <laughs> 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 uh, i i would i would get in on deandre ayton wearing some like spandex uh yeah. tank top uh, like a loose tank top <laughs> yeah like gold sparkle, yeah. and they're just like screaming at me to get it in gear and stuff that would be great i sweat sweating with the these and see deandre ayton sweats a lot too sweating with the ayton's there we go. That's perfect. <laughs> that is a home workout I would do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Alright, and then, gotta save the best for last. Our boy, Devin Booker. What What's Devin dressing as? Well, you, you mentioned this earlier, but I'm going Baby Yoda for D-Book. Oh, yeah, yeah. Isn't there a Baby Yoda D-Book Photoshop out there? that? Yeah, there I mean, it, it's the eyes, though yeah dark dark eyes they they work well for for yoda and especially baby good point good point okay i've i've got one for booker sexy firefighter why not i think i think he needs to wear the baggy (laughs) pants no shirt with suspenders and the helmet and he could carry around a little axe or hose or something. <laughs> the whole time. I could see him carrying around some hose if he's wearing that. <laughs> yes, I, I think he's probably done something like this before in, in truth, but I, I don't know for sure. But, you know, I was thinking about this today and I'm like, yeah, he would have to do something like that. And now that now I don't even know how official this is but it's got, I mean, he was there on the private island for Kim's birthday. Booker's basically dating Kendall Jenner, as far as we know. Like, he's going to start wearing more risque costumes, I feel like. (laughs) How long did you think about this for today? (laughs) Not that long. That's funny. That's really good. That was good, but yes, um, chime in on Twitter at Sunny and PHX Pod with uh, with what you think the Suns are dressed up as. <laughs> Maybe you agree with us. Maybe you really don't. I don't. Throw them out there. Anyone who has ideas for what you think they dressed up as, I'd love to hear them. This was fun. Um, I know this was pretty much a non-sports episode, but we'll go into our non-sports question. What what was your best Halloween costume that you ever did? Ooh, the best. I need to think on that for a quick second. I remember one year... Here, I'll, I have a sad story. Okay. One year I was a vampire. Like, when, elementary school. I was just a little kid. And uh, I was all done up. And... I had a cape with the big uh, collar, you know. I was looking pretty legit. And then before class even started, out on the playground, my cape got ripped. Oh. It, like, it completely ripped. I couldn't even wear it. So then I was just a kid wearing a white button-up shirt (laughs) and a black pair of pants. (laughs) And I didn't know what to do. (laughs) So bad, I like I had the fake teeth and I was like, why, why even wear these if I don't have a cake? And it ruined that Halloween. I was so bummed out. And I had to sit through school all day. Like, felt like I looked like a waiter or something, man. <laughs> you just wore dress clothes. <laughs> <laughs> oh so God. I want to say that it could have been the best, but it ended up being the worst. That's so. Funny. <laughs> you just wore formal wear <laughs> in like third grade. Imagine how much that sucked. Oh, I bet you were wearing like loafers too. Right? Yeah. Oh my god. It was like it was like pretty much going to church on, <laughs> on a Friday oh, at school. Was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh i don't know why that's so funny oh jeez. oh my gosh well um i think my best costume was um i remember i was in probably sixth or seventh grade and i asked my religion teacher at the time if uh if doing this was sacrilegious and he said he would have to talk to the priest at the school, and he did. And the priest said it depends on how you carry yourself. And your... <laughs> so I was the Pope. I went as the Pope. And, uh, That's great. Yeah, it was fun. I think it went pretty well. Um, I always would opt for, like, the long, oversized, flowy kind of costumes because growing up in Wyoming, we'd always have snow. So you'd have to account for, like, wearing your snow pants and your jacket and everything underneath. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, definitely went as the Pope with my snow pants and boots and everything underneath. That's great. Did, did you have a... Did you, like, pick your favorite Pope crown? <laughs> um, yeah, I... Uh, uh who was I? I was one of the... I think I was Pope Pius the Sixth or something like that. And I think it was just the Pope we had learned about most recently in school. So. Yeah, the, he had a sweet crown, though, I bet. So. Oh, they all did, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, so, yeah, that was a fun one. Oh, my gosh, that's so funny, though. So, uh, the waiter and the Pope, are two favorite <laughs> Christmas or Halloween <laughs> Christmas. Yeah. By the way, we're recording this late at night. Yeah. In case you're wondering why we're a little squirrely, but late Halloween yeah. night. Okay, but yeah, for real, our our real non-sports question, though. We, I mean, we gotta do this. I don't. I maybe someone can remind me if we've done this before, but I really don't think we have. What do you think the best Halloween song is? Monster Mash. Hundred percent. So it's gotta be Monster Mash. I mean, they did the Mash, the Graveyard Smash, and such. It's the best. I think you nailed it. We got it. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the and Phoenix podcast. We will catch you again next week with another episode. Hit us up on social media at SonnyPHX5. We'll see you next week. Go Suns.
1: I was working in the lab late one night when my eyes beheld an eerie sight. For my monster from his lab began to rise and suddenly... To my surprise He did the match He did the monster match The monster mash. It was a graveyard smash He did the match It got on in a flash He did the match He did the monster match wow. From my laboratory in the castle east wow. To the master bedroom where the vampire's peace wow. The ghouls all came from their humble abode wow. To get a jolt from my electrode. They did the match did the Monster Man The Monster Man It was a graveyard smash. the match. It got on in a flash. The they did the They the Monster Man wow. The zombies were having fun shoot, wow. The party had just begun wow. The guests included Wolfman in shoot, wow. Dracula and his son wow. The scene was rocky all Back by his bathing hound The coffin bangers were about to arrive With their vocal group, the crypt kicker five They played the mash They played the monster mash The monster mash It was a graveyard smash They played the mash It caught on in a flash They played the mash They played the monster mash Out from his coffin Rex's voice did ring Seemed he was troubled by just one Opened the lid And shook his fist and said Whatever happened to my Transylvania twist It's now the mash It's now the monster mash The monster mash And it's a graveyard smash It's now the mash It's caught on and it's flies It's now the mash It's now the monster mash now everything's cool. racks a part of the band, and my monster mash is the hit of the land. For you, the living, this mash was meant to. When you get to my door, tell them, body, sing. Then you can mash, then you can monster mash, the monster mash, and do my graveyard sing. Then you can mash, you'll catch on and'll fly. Then you can mash, then you can monster mash. Monster Mash!